Ah, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We're going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can help get you into the best shape of your life empowering our listeners to believe that they can achieve great things. If you are taking up running for weight loss, it will take care of itself as we also will inspire you to keep your nutrition real. Head over to our website and take us up on our seven day keeping it real health challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Remember, The thoughts and expressions of this show does not constitute medical advice. Now let's get into this week's show. Ah, welcome to another week of the show. Thank you for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world right now. You could be listening to anything in the world, but you decided to press play on this podcast once again for those that have been listening for a while. And for that, I thank you very much. Our podcast is formerly known as the Running Intermittent Fasting and Weight Loss Podcast because that's what I'm passionate about. For those that do not know me, I am Tadrice Parker. I live in New Jersey. I started a run program seven years ago. We are into our seventh season. I coach everyday people to start being more mindful about their health and using 5K events as a way to train, have something on the calendar, have something to look forward to. And, you know, unlike some home workouts where you do the workout for six weeks and then that program is over and now maybe you redo the program or you're trying to look for the next thing. Uh, When we train for races, you know, that 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 camaraderie that you get at a race event, you know, that bib. You know, sometimes it takes 12 weeks to train. We've actually trained people to be ready for a 5K in only eight weeks. We have uh, helped people online as well. Not only do a 5K, train for 5Ks, but a full marathon. So with my experience, I've been able to help motivate and keep people inspired to go towards their goals. there's, There's a difference between having a goal and then being able to like when I say a goal, I'm talking about you have a vision, you would like to do something, but it doesn't become a reality unless you pay for it, put it in your calendar, you know, and, and sometimes it's, it's funny how you can uh, how it changes your perspective on things. We've had Katie Ayers come through the program and a friend reached out to her, and said, hey, on New Year's Eve, we're going to take this like fun overnight cruise that, uh, you know, there's going to be partying and, you know, drinks and everything like that. And at first, Katie was like, yeah, sure. But she forgot that she signed up to a 5K on January 1st and she didn't want to get, you know, messed up. She didn't want to mess up what she's been working towards. So that helped her in the long run get into one of the most beautiful dresses that she's been wanting to get into for a while. I remember that like vividly as she she said that I have bought this black dress. I can't fit it right now, but it is my goal to get into it. So sure enough, after 12 weeks of training, 
you know, we checked in on her. Katie, how's that? Did you, were you able to get into that dress? She was like, absolutely. So sometimes we run for our own health. Sometimes we run for a great cause for someone else. Maybe we run to help someone else, inspire someone else. And then we become like bit by the run bug. And I wanted to say this. I wanted to say I saw a post today from one of our older clients. When I say older, she's not old within herself. Uh, One of our past members. Her name is Jill Wall. And she took a picture of her trail that she was starting to get back on. Jill has always been taking care of her uh, elderly mother who's been in and out of of nursing homes and different things like that, dealing with uh, sickness in her elderly age. So Jill's always had that to contend with. And then she would tweak her ankle here and there or deal with plantar fasciitis here and there. But one of the most devastating things happened is when she got into a car accident about a year ago. So when I saw on social media today that she was uh, getting ready to embark on her journey of walking again. And there was a picture of the trail and there was a crack on the trail. It was a blacktop trail and there's that crack. You know how no matter where we go, you know, you got that trail out there that that's paved, that bike path or that that concrete pa- uh, paved uh, area that you like to go run on. Isn't there always some kind of crack there? And what does that crack represent? It's a, it's a form of imperfection, right? But yet it's perfect. It's the perfect starting line. Like if I'm going for like a quarter mile run and I'm not at a track, I might use a crack in the sidewalk and I say, I'm going to start right here, right now. And I'm going to take it down for a quarter mile or a half mile or a light post or go, I'm going to run from this crack down to that stop sign. You ever you ever do that? So that imperfection on that path. Is actually perfect as a starting point or a finish line. Sometimes we might use the crack and as to represent my finish line. Nine times out of ten, I'm using it as my starting point. But here at Heritage Park, um, I actually mapped out. Uh, I rely on a GPS, but uh, I decided to get one of those walking measuring sticks, and I wanted to map out whether this was an actual. Uh, half mile or not. We always said that it's a half mile loop. GPS sometimes says it's, says it's 0.54, but I wanted to be accurate for my new members. And guess what? At the quarter mile mark, there's a crack. <laughs> and basically right around the half mile mark, there's a crack. So I mentioned in that post that although that crack is uh, an imperfection, it's perfect just like our friend Jill. Perfect in the sense that, yeah, we all are imperfect, but we all have a form of greatness within us. And we want to be able to make sure that we're living every day to the most powerful, the most energized version of ourselves. And that's why we call it keep calm and run to the best you. But we can say walk to the best you crutch to the best you if you are on crutches 
Don't allow an injury or a setback to ruin you. You know, what if that crack in that bike path decided to just, ah, I'm imperfect, I'm just going to uh, disappear now. Nah, nah. Look at it as a beauty mark. Okay? Next, I want to transition to this. We uh been dealing with the coronavirus. The NBA. I mean, listen, as a man, I'm watching sports. I'm not big on sports as much as I used to. I don't come home, crack a beer, kick my feet up and watch an NBA game. But I do still listen to sports radio, like to catch up on what's going on, who, what free agents and who's going to be the MVP coming up. But man, you know it's serious when they shut down an NBA league, a whole league just shuts down their games. So I wanted to briefly uh, just remind our listeners to be safe out there. There was an NBA player that contracted the virus and he didn't take it serious enough. So he was in the locker room touching other players, laughing about it. He even had a press conference and touched all the microphones and as a joke, because he, he was like, listen, it's no big deal. But then one of his teammates contracted the virus. So if you run in a group with other members, heed all the safety precautions about washing our hands for 30 seconds, using hand sanitizer at every given moment, avoid shaking hands, hugging, kissing. We, you know, we love each other. We, we like we look forward to seeing our members of our run program and our group and things like that. But just for the safety of everyone, please Heed the cautions. And here's a few other things that, again, I was listening to sports radio and got tied up into, to, you know, the, the effects of the coronavirus. But I, I also downloaded a podcast on paleo. I wanted to kind of, you know, inspire myself to continue to eat only real foods and such. And when I downloaded the, the podcast on paleo, what, what were they talking about? The episode had just came out on a Monday or something like that. They were focusing on the coronavirus. And what they were talking about was, and I'm going to share some of those pointers, like the washing your hands for 30 seconds. This is a healthy family who realized that they only washed their hands for like seven to sec- seven seconds or 10 seconds. So what's interesting is some of her pointers was... When we eat real foods and keep the inflammation down in our body, it helps our immune system fight off bacteria and viruses and things like that. Also, make sure you get enough rest. Try not to work all these hours and then still as a runner may may say, listen, I did overtime and I know I'm tired but I got this marathon coming up and today's schedule calls for 10 miles. I'm going to go run 10 miles too. And you, you barely get any sleep. Our immune, su- immune system suffers when we don't get enough rest. And then also, even though we're working out, so working out helps boost your immune system, but overexertion does the opposite. So maybe instead of you know, killing it on these major hard speed days and just exhausting yourself. And then again, as the illustration that I just mentioned, working, taking care of a family, the schedule calls for 10, 15 miles. And then, you know, 
and you don't get enough adequate rest, we could be overworking our bodies, lowering our immune system and be more susceptible to getting sick. So those are just a, a few pointers. Just wanted to tell you guys that and be safe out there. I appreciate all my listeners from all over the world. We're starting to get some people from all over the world. So thank you so much. Please share this podcast with your friends and family. You never know who may be inspired by it. And by you sharing and commenting on our feeds and things like that, it helps get our podcast seen by more people that's looking for inspiration and motivation when it comes to running, weight loss, and, and, and so forth. Sometimes we talk about the week that was, and I'm just going to blitz real quick through some highlights of last week. We had our spring kickoff meeting. We had new members sign up. I recorded a podcast with my wife. So check out episode 40 to hear her weight loss journey as well as HIIT training and how important it is. She's not a runner, but she enjoys HIIT training. It's the week of our anniversary you know, last week was the week of our anniversary. So we had a lot of good stuff happening, but I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, it's my hope to introduce you to one of our new members, Lisa Diaz. She came out on Sunday. She was the only one out of the new ones that came out on Sunday. She was a little intimidated because it was just me and her, but I helped her with the run, walk, run. And she was able to do way more than she thought that she was going to be able to do. Then she came out on Tuesday and she took the mile test again, even though we took the mile test on a Sunday on a flat track. We did a little mile test uh, here at Heritage Park and Heritage Park has some hills. So her time wasn't as good as Sundays. Plus, it was a full day's of work. So therefore, perhaps she was a little tired with that as well. But what I, what my plan is, is to actually track Lisa Diaz, introduce you to her and let's track her progress. This is the first time I've ever done this. Again, this is episode 41. So we've only been doing our podcast for 40 weeks. So not even a year yet. So let's track Lisa Diaz's journey throughout this 12-week process. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I want to I catch up with her on week four, week eight, and then at the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You 5K. If you guys want to sign up to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You 5K, please head over to our website or the show notes. I'll leave links on signing up to our race. Let's take a break. And when I come back, we'll have to talk to our new friend, Lisa Diaz. All right, welcome back, guys. I'm here live at Heritage Park. The madness is gone, uh, meaning that we had an amazing group training tonight. It wrapped up week one of our spring class. And as I promised before the break, we're going to catch up with Lisa Diaz. She's a member that just started. She was at our spring health kickoff meeting that was held on March 7th. And... Without further ado, let me introduce you to Lisa. Lisa, how are you tonight? I'm doing good, thanks. Lisa, what made you decide to uh, try 5K running in the first place? Well, I wanted to get back into exercising, and I was trying the gym, and I just couldn't get motivated by myself. And then I saw the flyer hanging at work, with your picture on it and everybody else, and I thought that it would be fun to do it with a group. 
and actually, um, you know, be taught how to do it so that I didn't hurt myself and, and have fun with people and meet new people. So this is my first time asking you these questions. Uh, I, I don't have, you know, a script that, you know, you're answered ahead of time. What was it about that flyer so that I know so I can keep doing it? <laughs> what was it about that flyer that really drew your attention? Was it the people? Everybody looked uh, happy. Mm. It looked like um, a, you could tell it was a, a well-put-together, cohesive group, kind of like a little family. I'm going to give you a little insight about that particular picture that I used for that flyer. Um, our interview, you've seen, even though our groups have been small the last couple of trainings, uh, you, you've seen the energy that's here um, just in the small group. That particular training, we were getting ready for the Atlantic City Marathon Series. I did the half marathon. I never brought so many people to the half marathon. We had like six people come. Um, about four of them was doing their very first half marathon ever. And then we had some people doing the 10K on Saturday, 5K. So, like, that was just such a great uh, okay. training day. Um, so the, 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 the smiling faces brought you in. Um, take me to Saturday. How was that kickoff meeting for you? Um, was the information, how was the information, and what made you, so you were drawn by the flyer, but what made you sign on the dotted line and said, this is for sure, this is for us? Uh, listen to your presentation and how uh, you go through the training methodically and, and, and help people to get to where they want to be. I like that um, you don't pressure people, you, you let them go at their pace, and that was, that was a big thing for me because I didn't want to get involved and then feel like, you know, a loser because I couldn't keep up with everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so it just really motivated me to want to want to train with you. And uh, Sunday, we, we, we wanted to uh, take a mile test, and not a lot of members showed up because uh, it was cold. We had daylight savings time, so they lost an hour. And we showed up to Stockton University, and it was just you by yourself. And then Chris Ballard came, even though she worked overnight. So, But when I say you by yourself, you were the only new member, and how did that feel? We did, me and you, we did a Facebook Live. You couldn't stop smiling. Tell everybody um, how it was like when you first got there, your your nerves, but then how was it when you were finished? I was terrified to do it. Um, I didn't know what to expect out of myself. Um, in my 50s, I haven't done this in a long time, and then I thought it was just you, and I was like, oh, man, me and the coach, he's gonna play, you know, it's going to be torture. But it wasn't. It was. It was great. And at the end, I realized that you know, I could. I could do it. And it. It made me feel good about myself. Lisa, you do not look like you're in your fifties. <laughs> I am so serious. Hunter, I'm joined with Hunter too. Say what's up, Hunter. Hi, coach. How's everyone doing? Does she look like the in her fifties? No. No. Good answer, Hunter. Good answer. <laughs> the truth. Listen. So, so you absolutely. You you were afraid at, of the track because uh, it looked daunting. You know, it's a big. University and the track just looks so daunting, but we, we focused on the inside lane. We, we uh, warmed up a little bit. You said, I can, I don't know how I'm going to do four laps around uh, when I haven't done this in so long, and I'll be lucky if I get it one time around, but we actually covered two miles. So That was awesome. That was really awesome. Now, now what do you do for a living? I work at the FAA in Human Resources. Okay. All right. So that's a, uh, would, would you say that's a sedentary job? Very. Or, okay. Very sedentary, yeah. So you seem as though – so then you came out on Tuesday. We're now at Heritage Park. It's not a flat surface like the university, okay? So there's a, it's a half-mile loop around a beautiful lake. 
it's a part of our keep calm and run to the best you race course. A lot of people really love our race because it has a nice scenery to it, but it's a challenge because of the hill. So when you went to do your mile, again, on Tuesday, it wasn't as easy as the track. But you know what? You came out, you showed up, and now here it is Thursday, and, and you're out here again, and we couldn't be more proud of you. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself as well? Do you have uh, children? I have two children, two adult children, 33 and 25. I'm getting ready to be a grandmom in June. Congratulations. Thank you, first grandchild, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and I got you beat. I have two. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say from Tuesday to today, Tuesday was, was rough. Because mm-hmm. like you said, it was a whole different terrain. But today, even though it was hard, it was just a little easier. And it's just amazing me how... Every time you come out, it's a little easier. Uh, and listen, we, we've never done this before. The podcast is new. Uh, we're, this is episode 41. I have never – you inspire me. You know what I mean? I know you joined the group because you were inspired by some stories and everything like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, with every class, every group, there's always uh, someone that stands out. You know what I mean? And so far, you really have inspired me. And we have not done this yet. And I'm sure when the other members come back, I'm going to ask uh, Anita Gardner if she would be on the episode, obviously, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she can't be, she couldn't be here tonight. But with, uh, with you coming out, this is the first time that I am going to take someone and track their journey throughout this 12 weeks for our listeners. You know, we got some listeners in, in Great Britain. Oh, uh, shout out to uh, Amy. <laughs> from uh, California, and uh, some people are saying that they really appreciate our podcast and uh, the people that we've been interviewing, so uh, congratulations for joining us, for making a decision so strong as you have, and um, I wanted to mention, give a shout out to your friend Robin, and I wanted you to talk a little bit about her. Um, I thanked her today on social media for her support of you, and she's like, absolutely, I can't wait to sign up for the race that you guys are going to hold. What do you guys say about your friend Robin? Robin and I have known each other since I was a young, young child, and about two years ago, I believe, she decided to change some things in her life and get healthy, and she started running and joining these, you know, 5Ks and 10Ks, and and she kept, you know, pinging me, come on, come on, get out here with me. I'm like, no, I can't do that, no, no, no. So she's so super excited now that, that I've got back into running, and she can't wait to run with me, so it's cool. And there was something else that happened to you this week. You shared with the group, if you don't mind sharing, um, why what we were doing on Tuesday meant so much to you. Something happened at work. Um, uh, a man that I work with, um, I'm not sure what happened, but he had a medical emergency. And um, I, they don't, as far as I know, he didn't make it. And uh, it just it just stopped me in my tracks, and I had to think to myself, you know, life is so fragile and you needed to grab it and live it while you have it and to be able to come out here with all these great people and they're they're all so inspiring it was really cool um you know that day to go from something so sad to come here and and do something and I felt kind of like in my head I was kind of dedicating that to him yeah yeah I mean it's never easy losing a loved one a co-worker it just it just hits you you know I mean listen that, that's someone who you work with. I mean, how many how many people have been affected by Kobe Bryant's passion? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it affects it affects everybody. So, mm-hmm. uh, once again, uh, regardless of whatever medical condition uh, that um, our, our co- your co-worker succumbed to, 
um, taking care of our health is, is, is a must. Uh, you, you're about to be a grandmother, mm-hmm. and uh, you see how important it is mm-hmm. to be there, you know, uh, and healthy. You know, yeah. if we're going to live uh, till we 80 years old, if the life expectancy today is 80, we don't want to, to live the last, you know, 20 years of our life visiting doctors and, yeah. and, and being poked and prodded when, when we could do something about it. So I'm so, so thankful for you for sharing your story. I'm very proud of you for your decision. And before we transition to um, Hunter, is there, let me ask you one more question. Is there anybody uh, so far in the group that you've been seeing that really stands out to you, that motivated you? Um, I know I know it's kind of on the spot, uh, but what have you seen so far that kind of, that kind of set you by and say, you know what, yeah, I, I could do it too? Well, tonight um, with Hunter moving up and a couple other guys moving up and the way that they uh, just attacked that and did it, and it was, it's cool, and that's, that's very motivating, very motivating. And when she talk about moving up, guys, we're talking about our run, walk, run intervals. Um, a lot of people doubt, don't they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so you see that even though these men have been in it for a while, um, actually they haven't been in that much longer than you. Um, they just started in November. But with the run, walk, run, when I take my test, it tells me where I fall on the run, walk, run interval chart. And so members like Hunter, who started off as a 16-mile, you know, his first test was 16 minutes. Then he went down to 12. Then now he just did a what – did, what did you do on Tuesday? 11 minutes, 16 Yay. seconds. So he went from 16 minutes down to 11. So now he can adjust his run-walk-run situation. And so both him and Michael both was like, I'm not sure if I can do that. But yet here we are, Hunter. Talk to us about uh, how – how great you felt to do bump up from 30 seconds on with a 30-second wall break, the whole entire race. You killed it, absolutely. The Mike Seafood run walk for autism, uh, he had so much energy. He was so full of life <laughs> down the end, right? And he could talk and everything. He was he he completed his first 5K like a champ, very strong, came down to shoot with his extra energy. And so it's no wonder you were able to do 60-30 now. And in the beginning of today's workout, you were like, I don't know, I don't know. But how did it feel afterwards? Well, afterwards it felt great. Well, a lot better than I imagined it would have. Because when I first, when you first texted me last night saying, oh, you're going to move up to 60, 30 hours, like, there's no way I'm going to do that. And uh, I was like, all right, don't knock it till you try it, I guess. And I come out tonight and I was like, I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> not one minute tonight. And then I started in a... I didn't feel it at first, and I felt my energy level going down. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to continue through this to a 60-30. But then I, I kept pushing, and I, a little bit, and then at the end, maybe last half mile or so, I had a burst of energy. And that got me almost to the pace when I first started tonight. Mm. So that felt good. Yeah. So this was, I believe this is the farthest I've completed on this course so far in a continuous 30 minutes. Well, Hunter, I'm proud of you. Thank you you. Uh, did that Mike Seafood run, walk, run, maybe a few days after, you know, uh, you, you just you just show up and you, like, you have this motor about you. And sometimes I have to, like, slow you down a little bit so that you can get through all your segments because once you get rolling, you get, you get rolling, right? Yes. So is there anyone in the group, though, that uh, since you've been with us that, has inspired you to make you say, 
if they can do it, I want to do it. Where do I start? That's the problem. I don't know where to start with it. I could give multiple people names for this. You can start with me. Yeah, well, obviously <laughs> you. I'm joking. <laughs> um, but if I was maybe, if I was to pick one person, I'd have to say Lisa Keating. Oh, why? Well, because seeing where she started at, where she was a smoker when she started, she couldn't really do... You mean she was hot? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, God. Lord. Are you really putting me on the spot there, Coach? <laughs> no. No, you talking about, oh, that smoker. She was a smoker. Go ahead. No. Continue on. That's, that's awesome. Yes. So, seeing where she was, at that point, she couldn't really even finish um, a mile let alone start it. And now she's competed. She, she's supposed to do her, her first half marathon, or she already did it. Yeah, she's doing a half marathon April 26th. Yeah, and that was only about a year ago. That She she posted today the one-year anniversary yeah. of her and her husband joining. Her husband's down 20, yeah, 25 pounds. Uh, she's down, and I couldn't be more proud of them. Thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't know he was going to say that. Is there any, any piece of advice that you have for anyone that's ready to start their journey now. And guys, just to put it out there to you, we also have online services like Danielle Selassie, who we helped run the Chicago Marathon. Is there anyone, uh, anything that you could tell our listeners that's ready to start their journey right now? When you get started, stop for a bit, do not quit it, because if you quit it, it is almost impossible to get back into the, into the, 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 uh, when you get up, get with it, stick with it. And when I first started, I back November 24th, I couldn't even imagine running a 5K or two and a half miles like I did tonight. Don't, don't, um, don't lose faith. Stick with it. I love it. I love it. And I know you just started, um, but do you have any message for anyone out there ready to start their journey? Don't underestimate yourself. Get out there and show up for you. And keep showing up for you, and just try the best the best you can. That's why it's called keep calm and run to the best you. Walk to the best you, crawl to the best you, crutch to the best you, <laughs> wheelchair to the best you. And we, we, start, to the best we you. started this podcast, uh, and Hunter said that it's next to impossible to get started again. And sometimes it could feel like that. I started this podcast off by talking about my friend Jill, who posted on social media today that um, her, her bike passed, and she's going to start walking again. She got into a serious car accident about a year ago, uh, so she's just trying to get started again. She has a wedding coming up. Congratulations to her. She met a, a wonderful uh, man in Jamaica that she, she's planning on marrying. But what I noticed about that picture, Lisa, is that there was a crack in the sidewalk. And I just said that I love cracks on the path, on the sidewalk. It's a sign of imperfection, but yet it's a perfect start line and a perfect finish line. And so if you guys have had a setback, don't consider it impossible to get started. Start where you are. Don't stress about the past and don't have over-anxiety about the future. That crack in that sidewalk is your new starting line. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Please share it with all your loved ones. Have a great week, everybody. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>